You are listening to episode 10 of the Movie City Maniacs. On this episode, we will be covering Phantasm 2 from 1988. Welcome to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Maddie, And I'm Kyle. Today we're talking about Phantasm 2. We're talking is, about balls. We're talking about boogieing down, baby. <laughs> Big set of shiny balls. I'm not going to lie. After this movie, I actually went online to look for like a custom places that do hats because I want to get a boogie down hat. <laughs> that is so random. I thought you were going to say that you wanted to go find like a, a, a replica of the spear or something. That would actually be pretty dope too. <laughs> but you said you want a boogie down hat. How great was that hat? <laughs> I will admit, I think Reggie kind of looks better in this film than he did in the original. Oh, he looks a bit he, buffer, right? He's a, he's a bit of a badass. I noticed yeah. that too. I'm glad you mentioned that. He's a, he's a good looking dude in this. He's kind of mm-hmm. got that like, the, he's got the Clooney going on where he's a bit older, a bit wiser, got yeah. that scruff to him. He, he looks, he pulls off the, the badass the, very the well. The gray in the hair. Yeah. Which is surprising too, because uh, I was surprised to read, like I thought he did all these like little, you know, Indie low budget por- films that, you know, didn't do anything. But apparently he... Like just quit acting for the nine ten years. Be- so this he movie. did Phantasm, and that's it. And then he did Phantasm too. Yeah. Well, what happened? He was actually even cooler. He was working at a funeral home <laughs> after Phantasm. They yeah, hired him? he was uh, assisting the. Um, I guess just in case shit goes down, you'd want that guy working at your funeral home just in case, like the tall man comes to you. He was assisting the mortician for uh, embalming oh, bodies, crazy. which is kind of uh, interesting. So. Do you think he was putting <laughs> hydraulic acid in it just to happen and shit or what? Possibly, yeah. I wonder if he like was testing all these crazy yeah. things, and that's how. And we now got he's to... like a consultant on Phantasm Two, and that's how he got in. Like, listen, <laughs> Don Casperi's like, hey, listen, man, if you want, I will hire you, but you have to show me everything you know about funeral homes. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get into the whole history yeah. when we talk about Phantasm Two, because that film is really an interesting story of how mm. it, it kind of got made. But um, before we get into that, do you have any news you want to talk about, or anything you watched? Uh, or? I did watch uh, uh, two, three movies actually. You ever seen uh, Taxi Ridge yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, this movie was so fucking good, man. I've never written Mel Gibson off, but like to say like he's back in a big, bad way is insane. This movie was so good. Well, I've been a Mel Gibson yeah. defender from the beginning. I mean, See, like, not defending what you he know what? said. He Passion said terrible sucked. things. I thought Passion was really kind of boring and kind of a... I, I disagree. Yeah, he enjoyed I, it? Here's the thing. Passions I saw, I haven't had the urge to watch yeah. it again, but I remember... A, it hitting me in a way that it shouldn't because I'm not religious at all. Yeah. And B, uh, just it being a beautifully shot film. Like, yeah. Whether you like the film, I mean, it's literally a guy getting beat. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. It was kind of a bit... For two hours. I'm but, like, but Jesus Christ, a, all right? Enough. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was a, it was a really good looking film. I mean, all his films definitely yeah. are good. Apocalyptico, I loved. Apocalypse, Braveheart, yeah. I'm gonna say maybe top ten. Braveheart is it's not yeah. top five. Yeah, Braveheart's probably top five yeah. all time for me. So is that the only three like that? And is Hacksaw Ridge's fourth? He also directed, I believe, his first film was Man Without a Face, like a drama. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'd say really Braveheart for me yeah. is when he hit his stride. That makes sense. Yeah, so Hacksaw Ridge, I loved it from the start to finish. Vince Vaughn destroyed me how good he was in this movie yeah he, he was a nice surprise yeah. uh, is this you didn't see it last year right no I didn't this is my okay, first time you checking didn't see it, it out because yeah I, I made sure to watch it to see if it would make my uh, yeah. top 10 of the did year did it um, I don't know if it did if it did it was near the end yeah Here's, I, I think it's a great film I love all the violence yeah. it's insane I th- there's so many ridiculous amount of scenes in the film but yeah. then you like 
watch the making of and you find out all this stuff actually happened like, like him guys kicking like their grenade drop kicking grenades him going and up like, and uh, yeah saving all these people and not refusing like yeah. this is all a true story which is like okay you, I assume some things are true but some things are like clearly like well, I don't know made, a lot of yeah. like the really crazy scenes apparently all did happen so oh, yeah um, like but, he actually went down into the bunker and saved like a, yeah yeah that's, get out of here yeah. but my problem with the film I again not really a huge problem, yeah. but I find the first hour where it's a little hokey. Oscar I, I enjoyed that. Like, like I thought I felt, that was kind of cool. It felt like Tom Hanks should have been in. This oh, he's film he's for getting that first his ass hour. kicked, not telling on people. <laughs> I I don't know. It just mm. felt a little too sappy for me. Like, oh, yeah? there's definitely I'm fine with some sap, but I thought mm-hmm. it was like a little much. Especially, I, I didn't expect that from a Mel Gibson film. I mean, yeah. you watch Braveheart, Apocalypto, and then you yeah. watch that first hour, and you're like, Mel Gibson, what yeah, happened? Come on, but then he kind of like, yeah. it's like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> here, here are some rats eating people's faces. He's Enjoy. like, let, let me get all the, the, the crowd back, and yeah. let, let me get Hollywood back yeah. with that first hour, and then I'm going to do the film yeah. that I, I love doing, <laughs> Yeah, hey, which is overly violent, realistic violence. Did you notice that Vince Vaughn dropped the swingers line in that, or no? Like, well, I guess we're not in Kansas anymore. And he kept climbing the rope. <laughs> Did you notice that, or no? No, but... Uh, because I actually like I was sitting alone in my living room I actually like bravo I actually clapped yeah, it yeah and I never uh, caught that I guess yeah. that's a line though I think we've seen in like a 10 other action films <laughs> of but yeah of course but Vince Vaughn yeah, saying yeah, yeah, it yeah, like yeah, exactly. uh, Mikey's I guess line I never actually from... caught that but yeah what do we... I, I, I gotta give it a 4 out of 5 it was oh, awesome well. I think it might like uh, second time viewing it might even go higher cool yeah I'm, I'm definitely curious mm-hmm. I'll pick it up I mean I need to of course have it for my Mel Gibson collection yeah but, yeah uh, Cool. I watched um, for the first time from 1960 the Time Machine. Have you seen this? The Time Machine. Is that yeah. the one with the uh, stop motion where the guy kind of just ages? Well, yeah, it has. Orson, it, it's Orson got Wells? the. Um, it's not Orson Welles. It's uh, it's based on the H. G. Wells, uh, H. G. Wells uh, story. Yeah. Uh, same guy that also wrote uh, the original War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. But um, this is the one with the Morlocks. Okay. And it does have yeah. It has some um, stop motion. Stop motion or time lapse. Yeah. I think is what it actually is for this for the way it's done. Cool. Um, but yeah, it has some fantastic time lapse. That's probably the, like That's a, that one probably with like the giant wheel behind him and like yeah, the yeah. The, the the time machine itself is probably the most famous aspect yeah. of the film, and of course the time lapse, which yeah. the time lapse I believe at the time would have blown people's minds. Yeah. Like I, th- I think it won or got nominated for an Oscar, I believe. Awesome. But even now, like it still holds up like a motherfucker. It, yeah, even now it still looks cool. I was uh, I was enjoying that quite a bit. Um, it's directed by George Powell, who also did the original War, War of the, the Worlds, Worlds uh, film, and uh, stars Rod Taylor, which. He's done a lot of films. I think we would probably, you would probably best know him from. He was a star in The Birds. Okay, but in that film, he's kind of charismatic and a little bit creepy. Yeah, but in this film, I, I thought like he was probably my biggest promise film. I thought he was just so very dry. I know he's supposed to be a scientist, and he's you know whatever Science. trying to prove. Uh, the timeline continues this way, and uh, well, yeah, he's t- they in this one time is the fourth dimension, yeah. and he's explaining. That. Actually, the first twenty minutes is like this. It's seen. It's like him and other scientists. It's just a lecture. It's him explaining it. Strangely, though, I wasn't bored. I was kind of like, oh, I'm curious where they're going with this. It was. They kind of did a, you know, made a fascinating movie science. Yeah, fascinating way of explaining it all. But that's something you would never see in a movie these days. Let's just have 20 minutes of guys sitting at a table talking about science. Yeah. (laughs) But um, once it gets going, that yeah, all the time lapse is cool. It's pretty dark. Like he goes into the future in um, 1966, which is the future, <laughs> and uh, it's during uh, World War II when um, uh, a bomb goes off. Would, would have that been a nuclear bomb at the time? The 60s? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, they all run yeah. to the the bunker, and and he goes off, and the world's destroyed. He gets trapped underneath a volcano, so like he's stuck in this volcano. So he like goes super far into the future, and he goes into whatever it is. It's like eight hundred years in the future, or something yeah. like that. And um, yeah, he he comes upon this land where there's all these humans just kind of living freely in the. F- in Almost like, like animals. Well, not really. Like they they're dressed properly and everything, but they're just carefree. I guess. They, I guess they'd be kind of like, I guess, communists in a sense. Like, there's no, like, no one works. Everyone, you just kind of like, the food's there. Everyone's having a They all just like eat fruits and vegetables. Utopia at that point. But the thing is, like, they don't really, they don't read. They don't really discuss anything. Like, there's not really much to them. They kind of just exist. Like, the one woman is drowning and they all are just sitting there going about their business. And that's where he comes in and saves her. And he's like, what's wrong with you guys? Like, and then he's Mm. like, where are your books? And they show him, like, all, they live in these decrepit buildings and all the books are there and he goes to grab one and it falls apart in ashes. And and then, anyway, so there's this civilization and then there's also these Morlocks which live underground which they look really cool with, like, these light-up eyes and the, the makeup job for them. I mean, obviously... 
dated, but I don't think dated is necessarily a bad thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I thought they looked great personally. But um, yeah, it, it was enjoyable. There's not really too much to it. Obviously, there's like there's a message in there, yeah, about you know us destroying Read ourselves books. and and technology. If you see a more like punch him in the nose, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of cool too. You find I don't know if I'm spoiling this, but you find out like the Morlocks, the, the people up there are pretty much cattle. They're, yeah. the Morlocks just come and grab them and eat them. <laughs> um, and that's why, so they, they raise them, they help feed them and take care of them so they can eat them. Uh, but yeah. Free range cattle, free range humans. <laughs> um, it, it was fun. I mean, I didn't enjoy it as much as I did the original War of the Worlds. Yeah. I remember the, the sequel, I saw the sequel first and everyone hated that. And I kind of enjoyed the sequel. I remember I'm a big, big Guy Pierce fan. Okay. I found it nothing spectacular, but enjoyable mm-hmm. enough. And that one has like more of like this romantic angle, like his yeah. wife dies. So the whole reason he creates the time machine is to go back in time and save her. And then you go through all the, the same kind of stuff as well. But reading up on, I guess this one is almost like very close to the book, like almost exact. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was fascinating. The Some of the effects were cool. When he's going in time too, it's like he's across from his house is a store with a mannequin. Yeah. And it's him like constantly commenting and you see the mannequin change over the years. Oh, that's It's like time cool. lapse where you're seeing all the different outfits. And it's as it's going because it starts in the 1800s. Did it predict anything right? Like like the 90s were like grunge and like... Uh, no, it doesn't go... Because uh, it literally goes to the 60s in the bomb and then it goes uh, like so far in the future yeah. where it's like a post-apocalyptic yeah. land, I guess. But it's just kind of funny because he's going through the mannequins changing. He's like, ooh la la. Because like, the, the outfits are starting get, getting <laughs> scanty more, clad uh, to the point... I mean, again, this is still the 60s. So yeah. It's still pretty proper compared to now. I, I wish like it went totally crazy. You could not like, see like girls like wearing like nipple tassels yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> like Nazi nipple tassels. Yeah. Yeah. German won the war. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, it was fascinating. But um, like I said, I, I think it would have been more interesting if they had maybe like someone like Charlton Heston, maybe his overacting would have yeah. kind of added some oomph to it. <laughs> some or, uh, charisma, <laughs> some uh, balls. Or, yeah, charisma is maybe yeah. a better word. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Bombacity? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's a good choice. Bombacity. I'm going to go with that one. But yeah, I, I'd still give it three out of five. I think it's worth watching. Yeah. I'm glad I've seen it. It's a film I've been wanting to see for so long and I, yeah. I picked up and it's been sitting on my shelf for like a year. I don't know why it took me so long. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just, I love all those like, you know, 60s, sci-fi movies, 50s, 60s, 70s sci-fi movies. Yeah. It obviously the science is, is outdated at yeah, this point. I love but it. <laughs> it's, it's fun seeing what they predicted and, and just again, like seeing the old school effects and, mm-hmm. and, and whatnot and, and costumes and makeup and everything. So yeah, I, I definitely recommend you should, Check yeah, it out I sure. actually I haven't seen that since I was a like kid, so I should probably yeah. look into it. I remember like, seeing like the uh, when he goes back in time, and that guy kind of just decays. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, like all that. Yeah, that yeah. stuff is. I, I wish there was more Morlocks. I think yeah. the Morlocks like are amazing looking. But again, maybe it's better. Maybe if they had them thrown, you got them like in a sunlit shot. It might not look as good. Like yeah. when they're in the shadows and hiding with their lit up eyes, I think looks it looks a bit fantastic. Better. Yeah. Uh, did you watch anything else? I went to Annabelle Creation actually oh, on nice. Sunday. I've been hearing yeah. uh, good things about this. I actually really enjoyed it. Like uh, a few jump scares. A few like um, uh, scenes that didn't quite work, but for overall, I had a ton of fun with it. The acting was great. There were some great scenes where, uh, do you know how they uh, focus on like what's in like the uh, the foreground and yeah, like and, yeah. then, and then the background something's like happening? Yeah, yeah. That happened quite a bit, and it got me every time. Well, like, this is the same director that. as uh, Lights Out, which I really enjoyed. Oh, was it? And that kind of can make sense because that yeah. has like you know something in the background that appears. Yeah. I, I had a ton of fun with it. Like, I'm surprised how well these kids did because it's pretty much like a bunch of like, uh, I'm going to say like nine to yeah. 16 year olds, if that. And usually they suck. Yeah, right? it's always scary when you're leaning your film yeah. on like a nine year old to carry your film. And they worked really well on it. Like, it was pretty good. You felt a little empathy for these kids too. Like, it wasn't just like, a, okay, fodder, but mm-hmm. they actually had a great uh, complex characters, which I thought was kind of cool. Well, you and me were one of the small groups of people that actually enjoyed the first film. Yes, yes. I mean, again, it wasn't anything, you know, that blows your mind, but it was like, to me, all I heard was terrible things and I saw it and I was like, that was entertaining. Better than it had any right to be. So how does this film compare to the first film? I think this is actually a bit better. Yeah, Yeah, but again, I haven't seen the first one since it came out, so I kind of wish I did. Yeah. Because the uh, last five minutes, I was kind of lost. I'm like, why is this happening? Okay. Yeah, I heard it it kind of leads into the, because this is a prequel. Yeah, you got it. It's a prequel of a prequel i believe yeah oh it is yeah yeah weird good call anyways yeah so i had a ton of fun that doll is so fun creepy and there's something amazing about a doll maker's factory that 
freaks me the hell out. Well, that, that's cool. I didn't know yeah. there's a doll maker's factory. I, I love all that kind of stuff. Yeah. See, my, my problem is with the doll is I thought it, again, at, at least say, I haven't seen this film, but at least yeah. in the first film, was kind of like, no one would see that doll and say, I'm going to put that in my young daughter's room. Like, yeah, yeah. It yeah, already yeah. looked like something in a haunted Horror house movie. or something. It didn't look like a doll. Whereas I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I know they couldn't use the Raggedy Ann license. Yeah. They but at the same time, if they maybe do a used, really cool wink at yeah. you, actually, in this movie. So I, I still wish they on. had some kind of doll that was a little yeah. more... Um, I always think it's scary. Again, like, a, this, like a good guy doll? What's well, the same <laughs> thing? Well, yeah, exactly. Like, to me... I think Child's Play is scary in a better film yeah. when he is just a doll yeah. as opposed to the other films where he's all stitched up and yeah. bloody. And, and same thing, like, it, don't get me wrong, the new trailer for It looks fantastic. Yeah. I'm sure it's going to be a great film. But to me, it's like, if I seen that clown right away, I'm getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. Whereas the first clown, I mean, all clowns are somewhat scary. Yeah. But at least Tim Curry's clown, at least at first, he kind of looks like a, like a, a, a clown you'd see at a, yeah. at a circus. And then he has a sharp teeth yeah. and he goes scary. Whereas I, I find like these days, it's like everything. It's like they're afraid to start out a bit kind mm. of uh, regular soft, looking. Softer. And then go, to me, that's much yeah. scarier where you, you start you off. That dramatic, then, yeah, dra- exactly. Change. That change. Exactly. But so, uh, what are you going to give? I get three point five. Okay, cool. Yeah. I, I recommend checking. Do you think it out. this is going to make your top ten horror of the year? Um, I don't know. It's been a really good year for horror, so it's hard to say. Yeah, see, I, I've, I mean, I, I guess I haven't seen a yeah. lot compared to you. To me, too, I always find a lot of the good stuff the last couple months of yeah. the years where a lot of the ones that come out of nowhere, the little films that yeah. uh, you know didn't have the, the indie guys, man. But didn't yeah, have the big build up. We, we got like a it coming out soon. We yeah, got it's like, going to be. Good. I think the new Halloween's coming out this year. I don't I think, think that's this year. No, oh, all right. no. But um, yeah, it, it should be. It'll be an interesting year. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, did you watch anything else? Or I watched. You ever seen Gold? With oh, Matthew with McConaughey? McConaughey. I haven't. That's a fairly new film. You know what? I had a ton of fun with this movie. Like, it looked fun from the trailers. I liked Matthew McConaughey as like a, a gay cowboy. I liked him. Well, he wasn't a gay cowboy, was he? He was just like a cowboy with AIDS. And uh, what was that movie? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Okay, I liked him as like a like a psychotic detective. I liked him as like a guy in a chainsaw movie as uh, one of the uh, Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar. He is amazing. This movie has just like a drunk gold miner, and he does all these great speeches. How like I'm not about the money. I just want to find gold. It's not about like uh, it's all about the uh, passion for him, yeah, yeah. which I thought was really cool. And he kind of gets dicked over by a lot of these like yuppie New York guys. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun to see him like a, almost like a fish out of water yeah. hanging out with all these. Uh, Yuppies, I guess, was the term. I, yeah, I don't know what the eighties like yeah. business guys, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Guys. <laughs> the guys with the bonitis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> money never sleeps. Oh, what's that gecko from? Uh, oh, Richard Gecko. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah, I'm gonna give it a three point five. Again, it was another like great movie. I had a ton of fun with it. All yeah. right, all right, all right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd bust out that out. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's an actor that definitely the last couple of years I've kind of really taken notice. Every yeah. everything he's doing, I mean, and he is so drastically it's at least different in every single movie yeah. I'm finding. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a great actor, and yeah, he was in what was it, Mud? Mud, yeah, Mud, which fucking awesome he was in fantastic that. in too uh, recently. So, and you haven't watched True Detective yet, have you? No, I don't dude. Like, yeah, I know you're gonna. Good. Yeah, TV man, I'll I'll get to that like in, in twenty. 25 or something I'm, I'm still watching Married with Children you're waiting for, waiting for retirement is what you're doing <laughs> oh, sorry actually that's a lie I did finish Seinfeld but I'm watching the old Twilight Zone right now and X-Files and yeah I'm, I'm in 10 year the Game of Thrones haven't seen an episode yet oh that's crazy so I'm you're gonna, gonna love that's it. finished but uh any, anyways anything okay, else or? so you're about time to start watching The Wire is that why your timeline The Wire's next or uh, what Probably in the next year I don't or two. Talk about the wire with you. So start watching it. <laughs> um, it's one of those things. I usually I, I I wait till I can get the Blu-ray complete set. Yeah. On an Amazon Gold Box of the Day deal and yeah. get it for like you know sixty seventy percent off. That's when mm. I pick up a lot of these things. And that then makes I, sense. I'll get the. Then you'll wait to sit on it for like two three well, years. So, yeah, then. that's true. I do find though, like with a disc, I'm. Which is weird because everyone else is the opposite. Everyone's like, I don't want to go upstairs and have to put a disc yeah. in and change a disc every couple episodes. I just want to go on Netflix. It keeps track of yeah. what you watch. It's easy to go back to it. But for me, like, there's just all this stuff on Netflix, so many shows where I find like with this DVD, I'm more motivated to watch it because I want to like have that on my watch pile. Yeah, like, that does make sense. I don't know. It, it, for me, I'm just more motivated to get through my DVDs and Blu-rays and the Netflix. But does make sense. Uh, anything else? No, that, that's it, man. You want to get into? Uh... Yeah, I guess uh, we should jump into it. I had it. Yeah, it's a slow week this week. I didn't watch too much, but yeah. um, hopefully well, next week I can uh, make up for it. Ready to boogie down, you mother? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's jump in. Here is the trailer for Phantasm Two from 1988. Phantasm, the delusion of a disordered mind, a phantom, a spirit. 
a ghost. For 10 years, the secret of Perigord Cemetery has remained a mystery. Now, three innocent people are about to discover the ultimate evil. You think that when you die, you go to heaven. You come to us. Phantasm 2. It's only a dream. It's a dream. No, it's not. Mike, following his release from a psychiatric hospital, teams up with old pal Reggie to hunt down the tall man who was traveling from town to town and building an army of slaves. In the middle of all this is a mysterious girl who has been showing up in Mike's dreams, and the tall man is also after um, we are talking about Phantasm 2. What up? <laughs> the sequel and Don Coscarelli's follow-up. This well, movie? actually, that's a lie. It's not his follow-up to Phantasm. He did other films yeah. in between then. Um, but this is his follow-up to the, the first film. Kind of cool that you did get the, the director back. Yeah. Because uh, most of these horror series, you they know, just the, kind of the director out, would like, right? I did my first film. I don't want to come back. Yeah. And actually, that was the case with Coscarelli. He didn't really want to come back. He was kind of like, I finished the first film on a downer. That's how I wanted to do The Tall Man Wins. It's over. Yeah. But um, I'm sure Universal threw the Hey, listen, money. here's some cash. <laughs> and you get to do your next movie if yeah you I think that's what it was video. too I think he did like a bunch of non-horror he didn't want to mm-hmm. go back to it but uh, I guess the guy running um, Universal at the time the executive was a big fan of, it? Big, uh, fan of horror films and um, yeah he, he was he put out in that year alone there was a couple other horror films but he, he convinced Coscarelli to come back in his sequence I think Coscarelli was kind of like well this is I can do the, a lot of things I didn't have the money so or actually, time to do. You in, can actually tell film. this movie has a big budget. Well, not even a big budget, but like a bigger budget on it. Well, that's yeah, that's the thing. I mean, everything in this film is bigger. I don't yeah. want to necessarily say better, yeah. but everything is is technically bigger and yeah. better. Like the practical effects, the yeah. you know the action scenes, the explosions. Yeah. Um, the, the set design, everything. It's like the first film I think is fantastic, but you can tell it was kind of a guy just, I'm going to film here because that's what I can afford. Yeah. You can tell it was a low budget production. This film looks big. Yeah. And even though th- talking about all those films that came out that year, apparently this was the lowest budget one. All those films had way bigger budgets. This, that's crazy. This film only had a $3 million budget. Only but, $3 uh, million, eh? But like to me, it looks, it yeah. looks like a, a big film. Again, Coscarelli, I guess, is a guy that can really get his... Money's worth. His money's worth. I mean, again, he did Phantasm for 300000 yeah. or something, which that looks like a small production, yeah. but it doesn't look like 300000 yeah. small. Like, he was still it able looks to like three, accomplish three, three quite mil, a bit. Right? Yeah. But anyway, so uh, he's back. Coscarelli wrote and directed this. We got Angus Scrim back as a tall man. Yep. Uh, Reggie Bannister, of course, back. I love that who, guy. Who, um, like you mentioned, we mentioned earlier in this episode, I think he, I think by this film he's starting to get his acting chops, even though he he disappeared and yeah. didn't act for nine years. Like his acting is a lot better in this film. I found. I agree. Like, yeah, I guess because he wasn't doing it on like weekends. One, I was like, all right, here's well, yeah. like uh, you can actually yeah. get into a character rather. Well, than- I think too, we talked about in the last episode, but yeah. in that film, it definitely like he's in the f- film for three scenes. So yeah. it almost seems like you're right. He probably came back six months later, and here you have to uh, react that, that you just yeah. saw the tall man, and it would probably be really weird because it was already a weird plot. Yeah. Whereas this film, it's like it's a lot linear, but there are some yeah. like weird hiccups, right? Like the beginning uh, when <laughs> all these functions kind of. Like attack him? Did that oh, actually happen? Was that like a dream that Mike had? No, I think it, it happened. But how come uh, Reggie didn't really uh, say anything when he came to pick him up? Like, I got the impression it happened, but Reggie was trying to like in his mind he didn't want to be in a psychiatric he home like Mike. So he's it. kind of exactly he's kind he of like in his head it didn't happen or something else happened. But but yeah, that, that intro right away sets the tone. You know, you're going for a bigger film. Like you have where the dwarf creatures you actually see their faces in yeah. this, and they all have this cool like really Ooh, awesome. 
some makeup design. And they're popping out of like covers or popping out of fucking like cookie jars and shit. I thought that was kind of cool. And you have like Reggie again, you have like him showing himself as a badass right from the beginning with the shotgun, yep. with the bat, <laughs> uh, the stove. He sets it to like, the, he lets the gas leak. He snuffs out and all the And then again, uh, we have lights. the film a big explosion like that ex- mm-hmm. the, the first five minutes of the film probably costs more than all of Phantasm that does make and sense. I can almost guarantee that like it, it everything that happens and then also you have the tall man is just such a presence in this film oh, so yeah. menacing I love like him with the hearse and just like the way he like mm-hmm. slams the door when you know Mike gets away yeah but I, I thought in this film he he um, had such a presence too. oh yeah also in this film we have um Paula Irvine plays the um, the psychic girl, which that okay. universal force had on him. Apparently, yeah, I guess that's kind of w- like we need a love interest. That's for you. an odd love interest, right? They can like read each other's minds and yeah. shit. There, there's thankfully a scene they cut out. <laughs> it's in the deleted scenes. Yeah, so they have the psychic connection, and then they meet later on. But um, there's a deleted scene where they like have sex telekinetically. Oh, that's amazing. And it's amazing. like just them doing it on the beach. Then it cuts them doing it somewhere else. Like it's them just like teleporting <laughs> these different locations, and then they wake up and they're like. That was the safest sex we'll ever have. Oh, that's amazing. Like, um, I would love to see that, actually. And then, of course, we have Samantha Phillips plays... Um, oh, is that the fox? Her, what's her name? Al- Alchemy? Or you can call me Kimmy Kim- 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 Short? Yeah. Alchemy's such a weird name, right? Like, yeah, like what the fuck? Definitely Who? foreshadowing a little bit there. But um, she's Speaking a funny character. of great sex scenes, when her and Reggie are going at it, that was amazing. Oh, that, that's, that's like the highlight of she's film. She's like, like rubbing like his head and her tits, and she's like grinding him like, like, uh, with a... Like almost like uh, how I learned learned to love the atomic bomb. How he's riding the bomb. Yeah, <laughs> she's riding him with a cowboy hat, like swinging yeah, in the air. Yeah, it's it's a very it's done in a very comedic manner because oh, awesome. Reggie's just like out of his like we're we're getting off track. But at the beginning, yeah, he's like it's been so long and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Mike's like Reggie, you're you letting your other head <laughs> think for you. But um, yeah, he's he's pretty much saying how horny he is and how yeah. he wants to like take this girl, even though there's a chance we're putting her at risk. He's kind of like, yeah, but I'm really horny. Yeah, listen, <laughs> but yeah, it's so funny because when she, she gets into that and he probably thinks he's the big man and like yeah. when it comes to that sex scene, she's whipping him around and he's just like, what do I do? And apparently, yeah, Samantha Phillips who didn't have much of a career until she became a porn star. Oh, she became a porn star? <laughs> on, on the making, she's a hilarious. Cause she I'll just, be right back. <laughs> yeah. She just says it straight up. She's just like, yeah, back then I, I didn't have much boobs. I mean, since then I've had three boob jobs. <laughs> three? <laughs> but um, she just totally talks about that. And she's like, I said to Don Coscarelli, like, why would I fuck this guy? <laughs> And then she's like, they came up with the idea that she had an attraction to bald men or something. But um, you'd probably... <laughs> so like almost like insulting to Reggie, man. Kind of, yeah. But the way she says it, it's yeah. kind of like, she's just like this wrong and sh- yeah. say it straight out how it was. Most people may remember her from um, some classics such as Sex Files, Erotic Possessions, oh. uh, The Bear Winch Project Uncensored, and oh. The Bear Winch Project Too Scared Topless. And don't forget the summer classic, the lusty, busty babe Oh, um, so a she babe eh? <laughs> She went on to quite the career. If you want to check her out, I'm sure you can find her on um, various adult sites. I'm trying to think. Like, I guess it was in '96. So this movie was what? This is '88. This film. Okay, so, so she wasn't been that much older. But um, anyways, yeah, you you were talking earlier too, Universal. So. Unfortunately, the one they had a couple stipulations. One was they didn't want all the surreal stuff. They wanted more linear, like you said, and and it is definitely more of a linear plot. They didn't want any dream sequences. So most of the deleted scenes were dreams. They didn't want to confuse the audience here. Um, uh, They want narration to kind of explain what's going on, okay? Which is in here. And Don Cross really hated all this stuff. Of course, I mean, you watch the first film; he didn't want all that stuff. He he wanted just like a dream, fucking deal with it. Here's a film I made, deal with it, try to make sense of it. Um, And the Force loved interest, which we talked about. And the last one was so they didn't want Reggie Bannister or the original Mike, Michael A. Baldwin, back. Mm -hmm. They wanted more um, actors that had more experience. Uh, But uh, that's another way of saying looks. Am I right? Well, I don't think so, because I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, it, you know, I'm not the right guy to judge, yeah. but I didn't think uh, James LaGrosse uh, was, you know, a stud or anything. Yeah. But uh, anyways, um, 
So yeah, the the rule is that he they wanted them replaced, but he he said, well, how about they audition? They both audition, and Universal said, okay, we'll let you yep. keep one. And that's it. And eh? they he I guess he picked Reggie. I think Michael A. Baldwin wasn't really acting either, and didn't really wasn't showing interest. Or well, I don't know. It's kind of weird because in the making making he says he was out of acting at the time, but then you read well he did audition, and then you read well he had to pick one, and it sounds like from what I've got heard from like the commentary in the later films, yep. he's like bitter about part two. Like he's like oh, he calls really? it that other film and he's talks like, about how like it's the worst of the series oh, that's crazy so I, I don't really know what happened how he chose Reggie I yeah. wonder if he just got away with it because it's like well if we change Reggie people are going to notice but if we change the boy you can just assume years. that yeah exactly yeah. it's been you know so many years later that he's that growing up so but anyways James Legros takes over the role of Mike here um, he's fine but I personally yeah. prefer Michael A. Baldwin I, mm. I'm not saying Michael A. Baldwin's a better actor although I think he was fantastic in the first film as a character. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird you would see this. I mean, maybe again, his maybe his audition tape was yeah. terrible. Who um, knows? Again, if he's not an actual actor. He's, he's, but it's weird, though. Like They said, like, we want someone with experience. And I looked up this guy's IMDb, and he didn't do much. Like, he did, like, minor roles in Near Dark and hmm. Solar Babies. Like, these little roles. He had, this was his first actual star role. Weird. Maybe so. he had some, like, Broadway experience or some shit like that. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, uh, that's uh, the, the cast we get back. Um Oh, and yeah, Brad Pitt actually auditioned for Michael A. Baldwin. Oh, crazy. Don Coscarelli talks about it in the making of uh, On the Scream uh, yeah. Blu-ray, which I recommend uh, everyone get. Or, though, we didn't talk about it on the last episode, but Well Go USA did release the whole series on Blu-ray. Oh, Unfortunately, they released, like I think, 3,000 or 5,000 copies only in the states, and they're they're gone. They're sold out yeah. in like six months. So now, if you want, it's like three hundred dollars. Do they come in a sphere? Um, unfortunately, not. Uh, well, maybe fortunately. Not. All that stuff is cool, but really, yeah. I don't want that gimmicky packaging anymore. Yeah. It's there always scratches the DVDs and yeah, shit. That's so true. Personally, I just want a nice clean box set and yeah. throw a booklet in there. Anyways, the documentary is really fascinating. They talk about all that kind of stuff. But yeah, let's uh, let's get into the film. We mentioned it opens big. You got a really Huge. cool action scene with uh, Reggie kicking ass left and right with bats and shotguns. <laughs> a big explosion. Uh, the score kicks in. The, the score in this fan- film is fantastic. They take yeah. the original score and, and they, they kind of they spice it up. They, it. they change it, kind of synth it up, yeah. I guess. And then they, they also, there's a lot of other great score moments in the film. Like, they kind I would of really like, like uh, what they did with um, like a Halloween score they yeah, did with this score yeah, they yeah. kind of gave some balls and exactly I mean they had again that budget just to give it mm-hmm. that more powerful yeah. sound to it like when that score kicks in man it's, it's fucking like fucking dope, right and actually we should talk about it. so in our last episode Adam yeah. Bentley uh, fucking <laughs> what a guy. Dick, yeah. right? <laughs> now you know I, I understand. I, I could totally see even a horror fan not oh, enjoying yeah. Phantasm. It's really a strange film. But I, I wish he at least gave the second part film two. a chance because yeah. I could see someone hating part one and or really not really part loving two. part one and really enjoying part two because it's kind of like everything that... Well, it, it's not the opposite, but it is such a different film. It's kind of yeah. like it's linear. It's not all crazy dream sequences. It's huge budget. Yeah. It just has like a, a really good flow to it and really cool action scenes. I always equate it to it's the aliens to the alien, whereas the first that alien is like sense. this small one um, one location yeah, little horror claustrophobic. film, claustrophobic, uh, and then it goes into this big you know balls to the wall yeah. action movie, and that, that's really what this film yeah. is. It's it's these guys going on a road trip and they're going to get revenge on the tall man. You've seen Salem's Lot, I take it. Yeah. Did yeah. This remind you at all of Salem's Lot because I was like watching this and I'm reading Salem's Lot right now and I'm like wow this is actually like going like a town like the town's dead well actually yeah I, I read constantly. that um, I read uh, he was definitely influenced by that was yeah by Salem's Lot but um, I guess we didn't mention so the the film opens up with this big explosion and actually and then they get in the car and they're like we're gonna go after Tall Man they go to Reggie's house and his fucking house explodes That's and crazy, kills. Right? It kills his family. Apparently, he had this family that you never knew about, yeah. but it killed his. I assume it was his wife and kids. kids. Which again, when we were talking about earlier, it's kind of funny because he's like, "Oh, it's been so long," and hasn't it? It's like, been like eight is it months. supposed to be years have gone yeah. by, or is it supposed to be weeks? Like it, the way the film flows, I you thought it was know. like a couple weeks they've been on the road. That was like eight months, but who knows? Okay, but yeah, it's just funny. He's like, "I really need this," and it's like, "Dude, like your, yeah, your wife, wife and just kids died. just died, and you're thinking yeah. about she's fucking, probably still like warm, <laughs> <laughs> nailing some hitchhiker." Yeah. But I thought that was kind of funny, and that kind of flows throughout this film. Like yeah. Reggie becomes the badass womanizer because yeah. I know in the third film too, he beds the. Um, oh, get out of here. The the one with the nunchucks. I haven't it? seen number three, so I'm really excited about number oh, three. Oh, that's cool. But um, I got to ask you a question. Do you know in the scene, I guess the uh, psychic girl's grandfather dies. Yeah, yeah. And there's a scene where she's talking to her sister. 
Yeah. He's like, okay, I gotta go. And she just leaves and never to come again. Yeah. Did you thought I that was weird? I, I forgot that that, that mm-hmm. they almost looked like twins too. Yeah. Like I was getting them confused. I'm like, I thought, yeah, I, I definitely thought they were gonna go somewhere. It's like with they that. introduced a character and like, okay, well, she's gonna yeah. come back and nope. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Going back to the the explosion where Reggie's parents, I just want to mention. Did you notice? I'm pretty sure that is the exact same explosion, just a different oh, angle. Yeah, yeah. For I'm pretty sure, sure. They, they literally again they probably just they had a budget, but I guess they didn't just do it twice. Like, yeah, one from the back, one from the front. Yeah, I, I thought that was funny because like because yeah. it happens literally like two minutes after the other yeah. one that it's like it's too close that it's like yeah you know you can't get away with that shit. <laughs> you know that's Anyways. probably how they keep a three million budget, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like that. But again, you, this is so that's twelve minutes into this mm-hmm. movie, and we've had this crazy action scene, two explosions. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. When again, yeah. going back to the first film, I mean, watching this film, that's all I kept them thinking. Yeah, like wow, like this movie has a budget. I think this was one of Nicotero's. Um, I think it was Nicotero, one of his first oh, yeah. films too. Awesome. Um, but anyways, and again, we were talking about Tall Man in this film does not no. fuck around. He's like the Terminator in that he's this unstoppable yeah. force. He's going around, he's grabbing, he's tossing people. Unlike the other film, he's actually not, he's not saying his minions after the people, he's going after yeah, the people. He's in full force attacking people, jumping through windows. There is one amazing scene. The, uh, one of the spears actually goes into his head fucking right in there and like starts drilling. He just kind of, grabs it and crushes it like a beer can and just yeah. throws it on the ground like that's badass man well even in, in the um, in the uh, hearse like there's this really incredible chase scene yeah with like the tall man driving this hearse and 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 uh, Reggie's trying to shoot him with a shotgun and it's like the, there's like a car flip and everything yeah. it's like wow like this film it's it, like James Cameron yeah. doing a fucking phantasm film I, I was quite impressed by all of that um the gore effects are all bigger and better. Yeah. You get you get some really cool gooey effects. There's a weird, almost like Nightmare on Elm Street esque effect where, like, the tall man's head tears out of this woman's. Did you back, notice that? Yeah, like a really gross which is really baby. weird. But but even in the end, I don't want to spoil too much. But mm. like in the finale, there's some really cool effects: Ooh. face melts and all kinds yeah. of like. Obviously, with the spears, which the spears in this film are also bigger and better. Yeah. Now we have three of them. They got the gold spear. There's a gold spear that has a fucking laser on it. Yeah. Now. Well, no, the gold spear has a laser and it has the uh, drill, right? Yeah, yeah, and, it, and it's a heat seeking laser. Like yeah. there's actually it's flying around, and you get like that predator kind of heat, heat vision. Oh yeah. Um, which dope, I, right? I think one of the deleted scenes you see it shoot a rat or something. But um, yeah, actually did in the movie. Oh, is it in the movie? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I watched them all together. It's kind of yeah. melding for me. But yeah, and, and even the the other spears that have the drill, they also have like a little blade on it and yeah. stuff. So fucking dope, right? It, it was cool. I mean, again, this is for Adam was mentioning like he thought the spear would have did more. Um, that was one... literally someone throwing it out of a glove. This film is the spear swinging around, heat vision. It's cool taken music, out like uh... ripping off ears. How cool ripping is it? Ears. It goes into the guy's hand. He takes actually has to take a hatchet to his hand to like get rid of it. Yeah. I thought that was fucking cool, man. Yeah. Um, the sets in this one are bigger and better. You have yeah. some really cool morgues and stuff. But like yeah, you said, the... the coolest part is they're going around to town to town, and all the towns are all. Ghost like destroyed and deserted. They look like post-apocalyptic yeah. towns. But they go to the graveyards and all the um, gravestones are all dug up, which I thought was mm-hmm. just a fantastic um, look, fantastic atmosphere. And even like the other uh, grandpa that comes back to life, he has like his like a lips. Like, yeah, he's like a so cool looking zombie. He was yeah, a really yeah, cool yeah. looking zombie. And the priest... He kind of meets a really wicked, untimely demise. Yeah, we, we won't talk about his yeah. ending, but there is a scene, This I, we'll talk about this because he doesn't, I don't know if I'm explaining that he doesn't die here, but where the yeah. tall man hangs him from his cross. Yeah. Like he just lifts him up by the cross. And this is the line we mentioned in the last episode. It was in the deleted scenes. Yeah. Which you'll find that a lot. There's scenes that like they delete and then you'll see them appear in the third film. Okay. Um, like there's one in this film. I'll talk about the spoilers. Yeah. But where the tall man meets his fate. Um, what happens afterwards was originally going to be the end of the film, but they add it to begin a third film. But yeah, he has that great line. Do you think you're going to heaven when you die? Yeah. You come to me. Yeah. Which, again, <laughs> he's got a lot of great one-liners yeah. in this film. I thought and the tall he, man. He can pretty much like chew that scenery like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, exactly. He's not a great actor. He's very over the top, but I think it so works. Good it works. In this character. Yeah. Like, he is the tall man. Yeah. I couldn't see anyone else playing that and role. I he's think fantastic. it would be hard to see him in anything else because he is the tall man, right? There's no yeah. makeup on him. Yeah, yeah. All he is is a guy in a suit. Well, like, he's just a very tall guy. 
he yeah. has a presence to mm-hmm. him. Like again, he could just walk and kind of have a snarl on his face, and he's scarier yeah. to me than like most other horror villains. And he looks like a guy who would work in a like a mortuary. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, you get again. I'm not going to spoil what it's from, but there's like tentacles ripping out of heads yeah. and shit. Like there's, it's cool. They really up the uh, the the yeah. practical effects uh, in the, in this film for sure. Did you notice uh, when they were uh, burning the uh, I guess the bones down? The bag said Sam, oh, yeah, Sam Raimi. Raimi. Yeah, I caught that reference. Yeah. Did he like uh, have anything to do with this? No, or I like, think he was just uh, friends. Just, like, I think uh, like he came buddies. on set or something yeah. that day or, or something like that. But mm-hmm. um, uh, and then this one too. So the tall man has the worst working from. He also has like a bunch of morticians. I get the impression that the, the priest knew about this. Was he originally working for the Tom? Yeah, and I think then he, he had he to, was. like he was going to redeem himself yeah. for all the things, he, the sins he, he did. He had a drinking problem too, right? Yeah. That's a... But you also have these characters called gravers, which are the guys digging the graves, and they yeah. kind of look cool. They're like these big, muscly bound guys with like uh, yeah. gas masks on, which oh, I thought they were pretty really dope. cool. I thought you talked about the big two burly guys that just kind of you didn't really know what they did. They were just kind of hanging out there, but they were humans, which is weird. Not the graveyards, but the guys who like the big burly guys who are like burning people. I guess. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah, the, he has a bunch of goons working for it's him. It's weird, right? Which kind of because yeah, it's it's weird. I guess these guys are just they're still humans, yeah. I get, but it's kind of like Lord of the Rings or something where they have yeah. like the, the humans, they're not, they have the orcs that do all their stuff and yeah. then they have humans that have joined them hoping that, you know, maybe they'll be King of the allowed Earth. to survive or yeah. yeah, given like a chunk of the earth if they, if they help them out kind of thing. But I really like that. Uh, one thing we have to talk about is the weapons montage, oh. which is so cool, which is an 80s staple, but they break into like a, a hardware, hardware store. store and they're putting together weapons. Mike puts together this cool flamethrower flame and uh, Reggie has possibly the coolest weapon in all movie history. Four-sided shotgun. Yeah, a four-barreled shotgun, which is two shotguns, sawed-off shotguns tied together. Yeah, that's, um, that's dope, He doesn't right? get to use it as much as I'd like, but there's some cool stuff with her. And on top of it, the chainsaw fight. Yeah, that yes, was we get to see Reggie with a chainsaw fight a big muscly bound one of those guys with a chain a huge chainsaw. And it's amazing, fucking incredible. Right? Like, yeah, this film, man, it's just yeah. like it's definitely an action horror movie, man. It's like a jolt. It's like someone yeah. stuck you with one of those like adrenaline <laughs> needles, and you're just like on this ride the whole time. I mean, there's definitely some slow moments, but not really. No. I mean, even when they stop maybe, at a house and like the tall man's knocking out their window, maybe after the uh, intro. Maybe they like, cast a. Uh, but even that, like, it pretty much goes from there. Yeah, to explosions. To, to yeah, explosions yeah, yeah, to then so. them getting the weapons ready because they're yeah. like, fuck that, let's go kill yeah. this bastard. We're either going to kill him or die trying. It might take us years. Yeah, and even even the slow scenes, you get like a, a hilarious yeah. sex scene. That's true. Um, another really cool moment, too, is they're at the house and they have a fireplace and Mike's sitting there fucking lighting the fireplace <laughs> up with this huge flame Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I was like, yeah, it's kinda, that's kind of cool. Well, I no. do have something written down here that I want to talk about are the trip alarms that they have, which is pretty fucking dope, right? They have the one, like, uh, they put like a grenade in a pop can. Oh, they yeah, pull yeah, a yeah, pencil yeah, and they pull yeah. it out and it explodes. Traps, yeah. I thought that every, like, a thing in this was a cool idea, almost like a survivalist. Like, you know, like a survivalist guy that they have in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? Mm-hmm. They kind of do this, but yeah. they're... Uh, Guarding their house, which I think is kind well, of it's cool. Ju- it's just a badass yeah. film. It's two guys going on a road trip to get revenge on the tall man yeah. with really cool weapons, a cool, the the badass car is back. And then, yeah, like you said, there's awesome traps, hats. there's cool, cool practical hats. effects. <laughs> but I don't want to overpraise this film at the same time. I personally, I, I prefer the first film more myself. I, I Again, I think it's like, I think this is like the alien to the aliens. If you enjoy this film more, I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. I could totally see someone enjoying it more. It's like the polished film. It's a simpler action kind of horror film. There's yeah. so many cool moments. I personally, though, just like the surreal, nightmarish quality of the first film. Yeah, more. I'd say the first film was more atmospheric. Yeah. There's something I don't know why I enjoy the first film so much and why probably other that people like hip, don't. hip song or what? Well, the, the song's awesome, but the song's really cool in this version. The version's really cool. I was talking version. about like the Bob oh, Patty. Yeah, that is pretty badass actually. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I just think the first film, I, I don't know, it's different than anything else mm. out there for me. And it just, I, I like watching films that like, I can have a, what I think the film's about and you can have your yeah. thing. You know, th- there's a lot more to talk about. Whereas this one, it's like, this is just a badass motherfucking yeah. film. But again, like this film is still really cool. Yeah. And um, when I was coming up with my rating, it was like, I, it, it was either very close or the same rating. Yeah. But yeah, I, this film is great. If you haven't, if you've only seen Phantasm, which again, hopefully Adam's listened to this. Hopefully he'll give this another shot yeah. during our October um, 
horrorathon mm-hmm. because I, I think even if he didn't love the first film, what he expected the tall man to be or the spears to be, this, I think, are what this yeah, film this delivers, delivers more of that. And I think the third and fourth film go back to more smaller films that are yeah. kind of a bit crazier. This was like Don Carlos Carly's big budget, big yeah. mainstream. Film. Uh, number three, does it have the same budget as this or a bit less? No, like it. it Dramatically, this was like the the one. Big, yeah, I think this film. I don't know if it connected with people. Probably a lot of people didn't see part one. Yeah, other than horror fans. So because um, there's no other titles, just like Phantasm two. Yeah, uh, but I, I again, I haven't seen three and four. Yeah. I remember really enjoying them. So you haven't seen three and four? Right? No, sorry, I haven't seen them in a long time. Oh, I have yeah. seen them, but I know they are more back to the mythology and all yeah. that. Which again, we didn't talk about. They, but this they film, didn't talk about any of the mythology in this one. Well, right? I was just gonna say, I think it does a good job. This again expands everything in the sense mm. that you know a little bit more of what's going on with the people. You know that he. Yeah. Has all these different groups of people working from. Yeah, you see a little bit more of his power. You have him a little bit more of his personality. Yeah, but you don't know what he is or why. He's no, yeah, you still don't know really much. He still has that. Gross I don't even know blood. if by the end of part four they yeah. fully explain everything. Yeah. I think they kind of like leaving. And, and from what I heard again, it's because Coscarelli is making this up kind of as he yeah. went along. <laughs> I think enough. he wanted the first film just to be this really weird, just yeah. kind of almost like dream sequences and yeah. you can kind of put it together yourself. But anyways, before we were kind of jabbering on here, let's, uh, I guess, do you want to jump into spoilers or, or yeah. let's give our ratings before we go into spoilers? I have 3.5. Okay, yeah. I, I gave the first one a four. I was between 3.5, four. Yeah. I'm going to go 3.5, but I think, you know, on different mood, I, I yeah. could also be a four. I still, again, no matter what, I like part one a little bit more. There, there's something to it for me, but uh, this film is, yeah, the alien to the alien, I think is the best yeah. way to look at it. It's, it's a, a really great sequel. And smart it's, analogy. But anyways, yeah, we're going to jump into spoilers now. So if you don't want to um, have the film spoiled for you, uh, check out the notes there and just skip ahead to the uh, the numbers listed there. Uh, I don't have too much to talk about spoilers. Yeah, what would be a spoiler on this one? Maybe just well, like the uh, acid? Well, yeah, the, the finale to Tall Man yeah. is fantastic. It looks amazing. His, his face pretty much, yeah. well, like you said, he gets a spear in his head, but then his yeah. face gets like melted in his whole body, yeah. which is a really cool practical effect. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I wanted to mention- And let's talk about the uh, hearse as well, right? When the alchemy's head like hair falls out. Oh yeah, Reggie you yeah you like, do uh, find out that- um, Alchemy's- uh, Alchemy the hitchhiker. Time. Yeah, is one of- um, Tall men's and it, they do it in such a cool way, and she's like, just like, oh, Mike, or uh, well, the, yeah, they're Reggie. taking out the tall man, yeah. they're going home, All you right. think everything's he, good, he's gonna finally get someone, they're like, oh, hey, Reggie, and then her hair just kind of falls out, yeah, like, you see, like her skull, and, and then, then you uh, hear him screaming, yeah. and then he's at the window, all bloody, yeah. and Mike, and uh, and uh, what was the woman's name, Kimmy Kelly, whatever they get yeah. captured. Yeah, the tall man takes him away, and that's how the movie ends. Which I thought is kind of cool. Again, on a I, downer. again, yeah. Everyone talks about Empire Strikes yeah. Back. Coscarelli really was doing this shit ten years <laughs> <Honestly>. before. <laughs> Every film, he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna end with the bad guy." Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the, there's actually um, I wanted to talk about the deleted scenes because they kind of fit in the spoilers, but. Okay. One of the deleted scenes is you actually do see Alchemy after the sex scene. She's kind of combing her hand through her hair and a chunk of hair falls out. So it kind of hints that something's going on. The other scene is the finale, which again, I I believe is how part three starts off. So the tall, another tall man, identical tall man comes out of the portal, grabs the dead tall man body, throws it back in the portal and goes after them. That's cool. So again, hinting that like, this is just like, there's, that's just a body. This is an alien. And we mentioned too, the tentacle, we didn't mention where it comes from, but it does, there's like this alien tentacle thing that pops out of his head. So you kind of see that there's some kind of creature or something inside of him. The body, I believe is just like a shell, like a, you know, he's, it's just a body. He can just grab it. And when that body's destroyed, he can just get another one. But, um, uh, and then the, the last of the scene is not a spoiler, so we're going to end spoilers here. Unless do you have anything else to add? No, that's good. Um, the only other deleted scene that was kind of cool is you get to see, um, you know where the, they're outside and Mike uh, is going to take out the graver? Yeah. Or no, sorry, is it Reggie's taking out the graver and Mike is one of the hosts to save the psychic girl? I don't know. I forget, but anyways, you get to see them, they fight with the graver and they push him down and then the gravestone topples on him. Because you see them, when the cars are pulling up the two hearses and yep. they're hiding in the grave, and you see the graver knocked out there. You don't know what happened. Oh, okay. There was a deleted scene, but I guess they felt it looked a little cheesier. I think there's also work print, which the deleted scenes are on the, the Screen Factory Blu-ray as well. Yeah. And they're worth checking out too, because it's just a lot, a little bit more blood and guts. Like the um, the priest death is a lot longer, and you see a lot more blood squirting Oh, cool. Out. And yeah, because I finally kind of edited that. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? It, like, you actually see it like this minute or two yeah. of blood squirting, and it's all over the ground. And then same thing with... Um, the tall man at one scene. Yeah. There's a little bit more blood during that, but, um, cool. Yeah. 
I recommend uh, picking up on Blu-ray. Yeah. I heard people, a lot of people complain that it looked terrible. They were saying it was a DVD up convert, but I, again, maybe I don't have this 80-inch screen yeah, TV, but for tell. me, I thought it looked great myself. I mean, I didn't have too well, many problems with it. Get on it, man. Get that 80-screen yeah. TV, baby. <laughs> well, if anyone, we're going to take donations now <laughs> yeah, for my 80-inch yeah, 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 yeah. uh, TV, uh, if you want to pass that, Pass that hat around. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, overall, I guess our thoughts are, this is a great yeah, film. Oh, yeah, and dude, you'll have a ton of fun. So far, we're, we're both both in agreement that this is a great series, mm-hmm. and again, unless my I'm excited um, about three and four. unless my memories are wrong, I'm pretty sure they they keep it going. I think okay. the if you love part two, I think maybe you know the momentum definitely goes down for three yeah. and four. The part three and four go into more of like the mythology aspect of it. I believe lower budgeted films. I'm okay with that. Like I'm kind of excited to see where this one goes. of them actually. I don't know if it's three or four, but it's a lot of deleted scenes from the first film are uh, used as flashbacks. Okay, um, but they do get Michael A. Baldwin is back oh, cool. for the third and fourth, which. Um, you know, I, I'm excited, but I wish they didn't replace him for the second one because yeah. it's kind of the odd one out in that regard. Everyone yeah. else is back. And also missing from this film is Jody. Um, of course, we knew his fate in part yeah. one, but I believe he might be back for three or four. I don't know, unless it's just flashbacks. We'll see. Uh, again, it, it is so long that uh, this is pretty much like me yeah, watching new, the first new, uh, new And watch. then actually part five, we haven't really been mentioning, but oh, that yeah, is... That came uh, out I've last never, year, I've never right? seen that, which I've heard very mixed things about it apparently it was kind of like it was just like hey I got this camera why don't we go out shooting you know the guy said to Don Coscarelli the guy that just does VFX yeah and uh, he's like oh sure why don't we see if Reggie wants to come and oh, scram okay. and it was just then they were like they were shooting just fooling around and it's like why don't we put these up as a web series and then and they then, did that and it's like well we have enough here why don't we just combine them and, try uh, to, and then so they tried to make a movie out of it that way but who knows hey, listen. I mean Again, I find some people are too harsh. I'm going to go in with low expectations, yeah. and maybe I'll come out surprised with that one. But either way, I'm excited to uh, continue checking out yeah. the other films because I think this is arguably one of the greatest horror series. I like most consistent. Yeah, so far so good. Again, so. unless it, it has a drop off with one of these other films, but so far, yeah, we're two for two in my opinion. Um, if you want to get a hold of us. You can on Facebook, uh, search Movie City Maniacs. We have a page that you can just like, or more importantly, we have a group page where you can join can in on the discussion and, you know, we share news and everything if you want to share any news, anything cool, uh, genre related, uh, come join us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Movie City Maniac. Which I apologize, we haven't really been doing much with that, but I'll, I'll try to get that going a little bit more. I just, I don't understand Twitter myself. Um, <laughs> You'll get there. And then last but not least, we have uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Yeah, so uh, if you, um, again, want to share your yeah. thoughts on these films, uh, we'd love to hear it. Or if you want to share your thoughts on anything, if you have recommendations for series you'd like to see us cover yeah. after this. Because after this, I think we're leading into October. October. Um, but after that, um, we're I think we're open at this point. We're still trying yeah. to figure out. So if you want to throw out something, if we can make it happen, we'll definitely try. Uh, and one last thing, uh, again, I hate to be this guy, but it would really help if you guys have a minute or two and want to give us a review on iTunes. That's, uh, that's huge. I mean, that's mm-hmm. how... When people try to find our show, you know, whether we're in the top 100 or we're in the top 1000, it all depends on like, um, I think it goes by like how many shows, how long you've been around, how many shows you have, how consistent you are in ratings. So, uh, you know, if we can get a bunch of ratings, you can be honest. I'm not saying you have to give us all five stars, although we probably deserve it. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know, take a minute or two, uh, like us, share our Facebook page, like uh, our Facebook page, the like one too. I think you can give a rating for that. I don't know what that does, but anything like that help get our name out there. Cause again, the more listeners we get, it's um, well. A it, it want it makes us yeah. want to continue doing this. I mean, mm-hmm. mind you, we'll probably continue doing it just because yeah, we like what. doing it for fun. We're not trying to you know make money or anything off this. But I just think it would be cool to have a community so you can go on Facebook mm-hmm. and you know if we're talking about a film, we'll have a bunch of people sharing their thoughts on it. It'll be a lot more interesting. Than, idiots or if, than, uh, uh, just us. Less Adam Bentley. Or yeah, I, I, I'd, uh, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd love to hear what you guys think. Anyways, we're blabbling on now. This yeah. has been uh, our Phantasm episode. We'll be back next week with Phantasm Three. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Do we have a cool closing yet, or probably not, eh? Stay scared. You going to go with that one? I love that one. I think we should keep it. All right, well, we'll a little, little nod to the old podcast. Anyways, yeah. We'll, we'll stick with that for now until we come up with something better. Here, here you guys go. If you guys have a cool uh, ending for us. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. Send us an email. Share it on our Facebook. Uh, yeah, yeah, if you can think of something better. Yeah. Cool. Stay, <laughs> okay, guys. Stay scared. Bye.